Hi guys, welcome back to another movie review with Society Outcast. My name is Joshua, and I'm joined by Mikias. Oh, hello. And Kevin, who has come back from the dead. I'm back. I'm good. I I'm back, and um, with the help of Josh and Mikias, <clears throat> they were able to retrieve all Infinity Stones. Snap me back into reality. Yeah. I oh, thank awesome. you all for that. We're here today to review the movie Tenet and give you our thoughts and ratings. Tenet was written and directed by Christopher Nolan and released on September 3rd, 2020. This review will be spoiler heavy, so consider yourselves warned. And with that out of the way, let's get into it, shall we? So Tenet, spelled backwards, did you know, is Tenet. Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. So in this movie, Tenet is the organization or group uh, in charge of pretty much time. And in the first scene, we see um, John David Washington, who throughout the whole movie is just known as the protagonist. Um, it's a uh, We see like a terrorist attack. Uh, what do you guys think about this this first scene? Uh, I think it started it actually started pretty solid for me um, right away I was very interested in what was going on um, but like it, it throws you in and you're like already confused <laughs> I mean I'm that's I, I'm always prepared for that especially coming <laughs> to a Christopher Nolan movie yeah. um, so I was just like I'm I'm gonna get confused probably in the first five minutes but I'm just probably gonna figure myself out but this movie was a little different but we'll get into that but for me like right away the the first scene was like what the hell is going on but the action and everything else that was going on in the background kind of made me not care like you know me me knowing all the details i just was interested in in everything right away yeah pretty much same like i I didn't question anything until like i see the whole movie through it Christopher Nolan, I feel like he has, um, like he's throughout his movies, like the the music is always so very intense. Yes. And that's what I always love. The soundtrack always complements the the movie very well. Yeah. It always amplifies the scene. Yeah. So I was I was kind of lost in in the music the first time I watched it, and I I missed almost everything that was going on. But. uh yeah, so so they end up finding um, a, a part of a machine, and he's like questioning, like, what is this? He doesn't know what it is. He gets he gets um. Uh, it, it ends up failing. Uh, he loses it, and uh, he gets taken in by, or he gets caught, and he takes a suicide pill. Um, but these pills, it like the first time I was looking at it, I was watching it again. And the dude in front of him that was knocked out on the floor, how did he get the pill in his hand if it was in his little pocket sleeve on his shoulder? And he was like the first one to get beat up. (laughs) And his hands were tied. (laughs) I thought that was the dude's suicide pill that he was just giving to him for him to take. No, yeah, yeah. He was definitely like opening his hand, like take it. But how did he get it into his hand? Like, did he plan... Like that many steps ahead. 
I think I thought wasn't that like a training mission to see if he was really gonna like. Right, that's what they write it off as. Yeah. A test of loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, okay. So then, um, and then, uh, yeah, he gets recruited by uh, the t- the the team ten- tenant, and uh, we we see. Um, Oh, what do you guys think of John David Washington as a protagonist? As a, pre- pretty much the main character of the of the movie. I like him. I, like I think. I mean, like, I mean, the acting's good, but I don't really. He's not a character that I cared for. Right. Like emotionally. It could have been anybody. Yeah, like he did it well, but yeah, the character, the way he's built, it's not for you to get attached to the character. But I think like maybe kind of just get um yeah it's true I, the the way his character was created was really just him filling the gaps and just you know whatever but for me it was like he was good and all but like acting wise for me he didn't seem that strong a yeah. lot of a lot of like the lines he delivered weren't very I don't know how to put there it. There weren't like any memorable. memorable, yeah. There weren't memorable scenes with him. There, there, there wasn't like the, the way he he carried himself throughout the movie was very like stiff, um, and I just feel like I he was very forgettable. Maybe that was the point of the character, or yeah. maybe just that was the way he acted. I, yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing because like the way that the character is like he's not he's how do I say it? he's. He's like an agent, so like they're not supposed to be like, like having personal lives or anything. Yeah. Like they're supposed to erase their whole personality and just serve. So, in essence, he's like great because like you manage to like erase anything that's more or less personal. He just, it's just, there's nothing about his past to make you want to care about him. I I guess just getting it more like personal i have no beef with john david washington is that his name yeah mm-hmm. okay but it's just like <clears throat> what i want to see him in any other movie he decides to make in the future like if he's in it, i'm like man i gotta see it like for me like he didn't give me that um but robert pattinson like in the that. other hand no that's what i was about to get to i know so. I, just, I just had to be the first <laughs> to mention it okay so um, so yeah, we get uh, Robert Pat. We see Robert Pattinson. He goes up to um, John David Washington, and they have this uh, l- little back and forth banter. Um, I was gonna introduce him as the man who can do no wrong, according to Kevin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, a lot. I, I don't think I've ever heard him have like act with an accent. So this was like the first time. I know he's like English, so he—it's not—it's his accent. But yeah, it's—I don't like—I never—it threw me off the first. Time. I was like, oh, he has an accent. Oh, he's English. <laughs> <laughs> You're just expecting like normal what I know of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> like Pattinson. Enough. Never Enough. <laughs> what do you guys think of his role? Again, like they, they, we don't get much of him, but like, cause like he doesn't reveal much at all. Throughout yeah, the he's whole sprinkled. Movie. Yeah, he's sprinkled in there. And, and it's on purpose because that's what like allows the whole thing to 
to come to fruition the whole plot but it's again it's not I didn't really care for the characters it was just more I like the idea of like the whole reversal of time and and like how things move and that's just moving backwards in time not time travel it's it was interesting but like the characters aren't for you to get connected to yeah yeah yeah. um so then they they go into an infiltration scene neil and the protagonist and it was like it like it was very intense like everything about this movie is very intense they like even their like bungee cord to get into um the room that scene was so cool yeah they kind of look like like I don't know, like spike. <laughs> <laughs> like they look like some zombies, like some some like I don't know, World War Z zombies, like going super up the the walls. Um. So yeah, we we meet um, Priya, um, played by Dimple Kapadia. Um, she gives uh, the protagonist the the mission, tells him. Uh, to pretty much just go like look in this area for uh, a weapon and um, and since this is a Christopher Nolan movie <laughs> um, he goes to see um, uh, oh, what's his name in the movie I just oh yeah yeah Crosby um, played by Michael Caine who is in pretty much in so many of his movies. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every time Nolan makes a film, automatic, you know, Michael Caine's cast. I must be his homie. It's like, he'll always be paid. <laughs> Plot twist, that's Christopher Nolan from the future. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then um, and then we meet Elizabeth DeBecky, who plays Cat. What do you guys think of and you know what? Um, I thought Michael Caine was gonna play a more bigger role, but he was only in there for just one scene. For... Yeah, he's just a side character. He, I don't know, like how like it's pretty pointless to him if you ask me. That's <laughs> just really just to give him like a paycheck. <laughs> Not that um, he needs it. Right. Uh, but yeah, what did you guys think of Cat? Uh-uh. The mom, yeah, forgot. I mean, she's she's not like totally. Well, no. We introduced her, and it's and I, I don't know how to feel how I feel about her. Like the first time the protagonist goes to meet her, like he gets into a fight and has to like fight his way out. No, I like for me it was probably the only character that I may have felt for in a sense that, you know, she was going through everything with uh you know, her kid and her abusive husband. So <clears throat> there wasn't really that kind of a personal background with John David Washington's character nor Neil Neil's character, Robert Pattinson's character. So I guess she brought in um, the, like someone it, to care about someone to to care about a, a bit of emotion throughout the film but 
uh, again, it, it, then, like I didn't feel connected. Exactly. To right. I was just about to say that because we didn't. We never met the kid. Like the kid was always like in a in a cutaway scene or something. Like so, you only know her and like her perspective. Yeah. So you yeah. don't. You can't really feel for like the whole family. Like, mm-hmm. and there's no like in other films where they show like I don't know like flashbacks or scenes that they have with the kid that show how much he cares about the kid. It's just she can't be with her kid and but they don't even show like any moments of her being like happy with uh-huh. her, her husband exactly. and the kid for yeah. me to be like oh that's kind of sad that their marriage went south and she cares about her kid but the kid has like there's, there's nothing for me to connect to it's like being a therapist it's literally that's hard about watching this movie it's just some like somebody's talking to me about their problems but it's only their version. I haven't seen it from my own eyes for me to be like, oh, okay. So and then, um, so before the halfway point, um, I think my favorite scene from this first half of the movie was that scene where they 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 go to scope out the the storage facility. Oh, the Free, airport. Freeport. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I like that whole like. All right, they're going in, they're scoping, they're they're seeing um, how, what they're gonna do, and like that. And I, something bothers me about like everybody being so clean, like like so uppity, like like high class. It's like are even like high class people that high class? <laughs> I don't know. That's another thing too. It's like the it's it's a world that we're not as regular people familiar with at all. So we have no idea like the complexities of like how they're supposed to behave and like I couldn't even pretend to do that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to to bring them down to like our level for us to be to sympathize. But like that's I, I even like that's low key another reason why I didn't like them because they were rich. It's like this is rich people following <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like how petty is it that this dude was willing to like end the world because his wife doesn't love him anymore? Mm-hmm. Like how how you see and he had the money to do all of that stuff. I mean like bro, just get in the wife. Okay. Um so yeah, so they crash the they end up crashing a plane into um into Freeport and and there's a reverse time fight which was weird. Talk about the fact that the airplane was real and it wasn't CGI. Sure. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to bring attention to it. I guess, <laughs> yeah, it, des- it deserves some some credit because that's pretty. It's pretty amazing. A lot of movies don't even do that anymore, and and it's was all the gold CGI. Room? Like, wait, what? What did you say? Was the gold real? I don't know. Bro, <laughs> El, El Avion, see the the airplane, yes. Uh, and I feel like it keeps the movie kind of. Cause I'm tired of seeing a lot of special effects in movies, and then they kind of like make it seem unrealistic. Where this, a lot of the scenes here seem like believable. Yeah, Nolan, like most of it, like I don't think he. Nah, that's a lie. I was gonna say his movies are usually without CGI, but. No, because like he has Interstellar and Inception. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that play around with it, but this one is is pretty grounded. 
Yeah, Somewhat. but I feel like I feel like especially with this movie, those type of action scenes or or you know insane events kept me interested in the movie because I know we're gonna talk about this more, but throughout the first half and in the middle part of the movie, like I kind of was like my attention was just fading, and then a huge action scene happens. I'm just like, okay, I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Then I'm back out. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally the action scenes that kept, like, that acted as, like, checkpoints for the movie. Because it was, it was, like, some of those scene, talking scenes are kind of, they kind of drag. So, okay, so the fight, uh, the reverse time fight, like, the, the... As soon as I saw it, I knew, I knew that was him fighting himself. Okay, I feel dumb, because I did it. <laughs> no, but how do you, how do you feel... They handled it because it, it's weird because one of them is going in reverse and the other one is going in normal time. Like they're not having an, an actual normal fight, it's, and and it and it shows in the in the way that it's choreographed. Like, yeah, do you think it, it flowed well? I think so. I, I thought it was. It, it was a bit slow at times. Um, like. But... I, I think for me, I was trying to. It, it, it felt like he was dodging. Wrap fight. my oh, head like every second of as to what was going on. Exactly, I wasn't letting myself just get um, amazed by or marvelled by the fight. I was just trying to understand yeah. exactly everything that was going on. But it was it was different. I think that's one of the major things. I give props to this movie. Everything was different about it. So, I guess that's why. I, I did appreciate the fight a lot. Um, and then they're in, they uh, they come across the time turnstile, which we'll come to later. Um, and then we're introduced to I guess the bad guy, the main bad guy, Kenneth Branagh Sator. But I don't think he is the main bad guy. Who's the main bad guy? We'll get to that later. But uh, <laughs> what do you think of this dude that um that plays short Sator, Sator? Dude was short. <laughs> short. I was didn't he... understand how he managed to land his wife. Was he was evil enough? He no, he was too short to be evil. <laughs> Dang. Like a, a, a little person just screaming. He, he was very into the domestic abuse exactly so so it makes sense because being he, yeah he was short he he, he tried complex. to be tough he he hits women so <laughs> exactly there was no intimidation factor at all Not, present all these i don't know like i think they all fall flat for me the characters yeah, are the weakest yeah in, in the movie and I don't know if it's the lines if it's the well it story. I think he just focused too much on the the situation like on the actual plot of the character. movie and I think I, I feel like if he was able to he could make another two hours of this movie oh yeah big time <laughs> but big he time. was forced to do it into one movie and yeah that's another <laughs> thing I wouldn't be able to sit through it Oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna get uh we're gonna get a restore the <laughs> attendant cut. No. I wouldn't fight for that. No. My my Twitter fingers aren't built. 
Um, and then they have this weird sailing scene where they're out in the ocean, and the wife tries to kill Sator, and and then the and then protagonist ends up saving him. I thought that was like, like why do we need a sailing? So like, what we need to see them sail? You see how expensive the sails were? They were huge. Yeah. They, were, they were just big boats. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going sailing. And it's just like a whole. They can fit like twenty people inside of them. It's I don't know. I think that's also to emphasize the fact that it. I don't know. It's rich people problems. I'm gonna <laughs> just keep it at that because like there's nothing. You think they go to a therapist? <laughs> like they can afford one at least. But it's there's a lot of times in these movies in in this movie where I was like I don't think this this scene was Applies necessary. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 for sure. And then um uh so he gets so the protagonist he gets I mean he start he works with uh, Sador and in order to get the 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 part that he had lost from the beginning. Um, and and they find out that it's on this uh, armored vehicle, and then there's this whole like setup with people with like army people that you've never seen before, and it's just like where did he get all these people to work with him? And um, I, I I do like that when he's in the car with Neil, there's like a, a gunshot on the on the on the side mirror showing that there's going to be a fight yeah that was fine that, that was pretty it was very subtle and i appreciated that like the little details that but i always like how the heck didn't they notice that when they got right into the that car? too <laughs> and well like, not after what, you guys just acquired a car and i don't like, think it was there when they got into the car but like as he's driving he's not checking his his <laughs> his, his, his side mirrors that's my thing too it just suddenly appears like oh yeah but that's how it works because it's timed so it goes away all right or is it yeah no 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 no. it's 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 timed like you said um and right like for example when that bullet was there um it was basically like a um like an like it was like, like exactly like you said, like it was timed. Once it happens, it just disappears after that. But when it dis, when it before the bullet, yeah, it gets it goes back. So I guess it would have to be there when he takes the car. Yeah, like for example, remember when they entered the room in the um, right in the, in the storage facility, the, the gunshot, the well, the gunshots were already through the the glass. Murders. Yeah, yeah, the glass. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you're right, Mikael. He would have. <laughs> he they completely just took the car that had the bullet holes. Yeah, no question. <laughs> it's not like you need a side view. <laughs> so what do you guys think of that the the scene where they're robbing the the two plutonium two forty one? I'd like the scene after, not when he's going through time forward, but when he's going through it backwards okay we're not there yet (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing too we can talk about the same scene we have to be like get it before right yes yeah yeah um 
I think the highway scene was probably my favorite part of the movie. Um, the way everything was going about, it's probably something like the uh, Fast and Furious franchise is gonna steal now. <laughs> they're gonna do time travel. They, they're gonna do time travel <laughs> in space. Going to space, so time must be next. So it's just like, um, yeah, it was just really cool. Um, and, and that's a scene where like I really didn't care. I didn't try to understand what was going on. Mm. I'm trying to understand the mechanics and everything. I was just thoroughly entertained um, by the scene. And again, it was one of those scenes that just brought me back into the movie. Because I think before that, I kind of faded away. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then when this scene came up, I was like, all right, I'm in it again. Um, But this was just played out so well. um, Aesthetically pleasing. And it was just a huge spectacle. So um, another scene that for me was very memorable. And I think memorable for a lot of people because uh, it, it turns in he like once he gets the the two forty one he gets confronted by Sator and he's, exactly he, he has and it's like what's going on he's exactly. going in reverse and like yeah yeah that was, that was pretty interesting I mean and just a question for you guys like I'm I'm actually interested in what you guys think do you think in inversion was used enough in this movie or would you have wanted to see more like in my case i it maybe it was enough but i wish i we could have seen it throughout like most of the movie it, and it probably wasn't even necessary but just <laughs> the way it looks it's so pleasing to watch that in every scene that inversion was applied to i loved it. i personally think I, they used enough i feel like if it was more than yeah. that it would have been like it would have been like trying too hard or it would have been it would have made things a lot more complicated because there's a point where there's like three there there's three protagonists at the same time in different places (laughs) Yeah. yeah no but i'm not i'm not like um referring to more situations where they try to screw with our minds but more more action scenes yeah i'm talking about just pure action scenes like more fight scenes more more fight fight. scenes with inversion included in in them or was what you got enough i think it was fine i I was hurting my brain at one point (laughs) oh my god okay i'm definitely the only one I'm sorry, is that those rough patches throughout the movie hurt a lot. So I'm just like, maybe you would have thrown a little bit of inversion in there. I might have. If you keep an eye out, you can see I feel like the, the problem was that, like, I think the music, I feel like it was too intense for the, the whole, like, too much of the movie. Like, um, I, if... I think I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. Like, it would ramp up, but... The music will ramp up just for a dinner scene. Yeah, exactly. They're just talking. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm like, I'm like hype. I'm like, oh my god, something's happening. So they, okay, they're just, they're just eating. Oh, exactly. Um, and then we we meet some time soldiers, and Aaron Taylor Johnson plays Ives. What do you guys think of him? Same thing, bro. Yeah, I feel like, like they they go from like you meet people in this movie and then you never see them again, and then you get to the end and it's like you completely forget about the people that you've met in the beginning and you have new people to worry about. It's like you don't really get attached to anything. 
and some of their roles aren't like if I was to discuss the plot to somebody and just summarize it, they'd be those. His character, I feel like, and Michael Caine's are characters that I wouldn't include in a summary. I didn't even recognize him the first time I saw him. <laughs> that um, with that beard. Mr. Jackass, Mr. Quicksilver, uh, yeah. our new Craven the Hunter. <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh, wait, why? Okay, I guess we'll get into that later. Review Craven the Hunter. Um, I, I yeah, I, I think I agree. Again, it was just like okay, it's nice seeing this dude. Um, the acting was okay, I guess, but just nothing. Just nothing. Um, yeah, so after after the after that whole car chase, they get taken to a turn a time turns another one a time a turnstile thingy. <laughs> and uh, Kat gets shot by, by Sator um, because he wants the location of the plutonium. And they do this whole, like, one side is in reverse and the other side is going normal time. Like they've done already um, with the fight, the, the first fight. Then we finally get to the halfway point, um, and which pretty much, like, everything that's happened prior to this is in reverse and um we uh the protagonist goes back and we see everything um that has happened previously but through the in his eyes and uh in this while he's in reverse we learn that um that the air is inverted so you need to have your own air um he's he's directed he's advised not to drive because of friction and the wind resistance because it's all in reverse do you guys think that that (laughs) obviously it's not we don't know how to go back in time in reverse but do you think that they um for movie purposes christopher nolan um simplified the idea of going back in yeah like is it too dumbed down like is it too like like does it like i think it's more complicated (laughs) so he he tried to simplify it for us but he ended up like screwing us i guess yes Because the the stupid version of time travel was like I can't buy it. Like I don't I don't buy it. My thing is like how can an inversion machine like not invert itself while it's like changing? (laughs) Like it's it's confusing how or or it can exist. It could coexist in both. I guess uh, it's the same universe, but it's just the universe. uh, It's weird. for me, it feels like like he's trying to make it simple, but it just left me with more questions. Yeah, definitely. Like nothing the- really makes sense because like if an object is already has a hole, like you're not questioning why it's like that, and then like you just get hit with like a bullet coming out of nowhere. Yeah, the simplified uh, version of time travel was already made clear and easy for us in Endgame. But it, but that that's different <laughs> because it's time travel and not inversion. No, yeah, we're not going like, in reverse. 
I know, but... like, if you're, like, you, you're inverted and you shoot somebody who's not, like, would they just randomly have, like, a bullet wound before they get, like... I guess, which is the question I guess he's, he's, he's bringing up, but he, but the problem is, is that he's showing us the answer, like, he's showing us what's happening, so you can't really question, um, if it, if, if it would work that way because you're already watching it so the question of that of, like he's trying to play with um inversion like it, it doesn't work if you show us <laughs> that's why i felt like i can like i felt like like i knew what was gonna happen like halfway i already knew it was gonna be like wait josh what what do you mean by that like we know how like we saw what an inverted person can do to advance and then we don't question how the side mirror will get the like the the bullet like because uh -huh. somebody inverted but it still doesn't pan out like logically i'm thinking like um so what what did he need to do different <laughs> i don't think you can yeah i don't think you else. can because yeah. we don't we don't know <laughs> for one because it's never been done and I don't know why, but like Inception, like I bought it. Like it's okay, somebody's going inside your your brain in your dreams, and it's just an idea. Like, oh, what if we can go inside your dreams? This is can we go in reverse? And it's not something like in the realm of thoughts. Like um, no, Interstellar I, it, works because it's in the future, and it's possible that you know humanity ends up uh, eating all of the resources and. Sure. having to go somewhere else so this doesn't work because it's like N nothing it's, is logical no, literally nothing is logical but i i do get what you're saying because in inception you know we have more free room exactly and we is a dream you can't really exactly we we as humans have the ability to lucid dream yes i'm not saying it's the same thing but the way he was messing around with you know the you know dream being a reality or not like we kind of can understand or relate to that because some of us may have had that some of us may have not uh, regarding lucid dreams so it was something like yeah i can tinker around with this idea um possibly uh, being real but when it comes to inversion and it's just such a tough topic because it's something that doesn't exist has never existed that we know of and it just doesn't make any sense and the only way you can think about it is like if you just like if you had like a vcr and <laughs> like you just hit rewind and you yeah. just like watch the movie backwards and that's like really the only but then yeah but then he adds right you're you're watching it backwards but then you're also adding uh that the fact that somebody else is moving in normal speed like going forward at the same time so yeah, it's, that's what that's what messes up because yeah he clashes he puts both of them at the same time um yeah. yeah i mean it was it was a tough idea to execute yeah so props to him for at least trying and, and, and doing but i did think it overcomplicated a lot of things even made probably made the audience even more confused <laughs> <laughs> left us with a lot of questions and he had so much explaining to do throughout the movie um which is something that he does all the time in mm -hmm. all of his movies but then again when you're talking about something that we literally cannot understand it just makes it tough to um, 
and enjoy the like, enjoy the film as a whole. It's like he's trying to be more complicated, <laughs> just as a cliche. Yeah, because he's known for being complicated <laughs> and leaving people with questions. No, yeah, unfortunately, that's how this movie sums up. Plot wise, it doesn't leave me with questions because of the way that it's like the, the way it ended. It was, I like, I know, like, like kind of like what was gonna happen. Like as soon as like. They they mentioned that how they're gonna like take what's this dude's name the the husband Sator Sator like how they're gonna take him out I'm like okay if they're gonna take him out and she's already in reverse I already know what's gonna happen and like it's it's fun like they show like clips and it's just like you don't I wasn't surprised by anything if we're being honest it's just the logistics of it is is. It's the only thing that's kind of like mind-boggling, but not the plot. What pisses me off more, um, so Neil ends up uh, telling the protagonist that you know he was an un- he's undercover, that he 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 knows more than he he lets on, and um, but he, and then he they they have this conversation, this back and forth about paradoxes, and they start talking like you know they're, they're like like. They know so much, but <laughs> they're also telling you like to forget about it, like uh, whatever. So it's it's like Christopher Nolan's like, God, oh, don't think about it too much. <laughs> Just enjoy the ride. I think he too was like this kind of like the concept. It works, but not that much. Like it just it works enough to carry the movie, and as they don't focus on it so much. I think that's the only way. Yeah, and then um, so yeah, uh, they end up going back to that scene where uh, in the beginning where they fought each other, and we, re- we it's revealed that you know they're fighting each other that um, they're fighting themselves. Yeah, they're fighting themselves, and uh, in order to try to save Cat, uh, um, which they managed to do, and then. Um. Uh, we see three protagonists at one at one point, so this could really get messy, depending on how many times you go into the time um, thing and at what point of time you're doing it. Um. How does aging work? <laughs> like, do you are you still aging forward? Yes, I think. I think so, because you're still experiencing time linear, like, to you, all of it is still new, so your body's still aging and decomposing, it's just, maybe some, like... And then are you creating... More versions of yourself? You're not, right? Because you end up in the same spot? Yeah, because if you were to, to kill one of them, you kill the whole... Like, you're not making another copy of it. Well, you can't kill... Well, what if you sent... No, because it already happened. Yeah. Okay. I think it's... Yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> um, That's literally how I wrote the whole movie. Uh, I was like, right, whatever. I'm not going to question what's um, uh, So then the protagonist, he goes uh, and, and talks to Priya previous to... Before he had seen her, met her before... And uh, he finds out that there was, there's uh, there's eight, there's nine pieces in total, and that Sator was wanting to, 
to, to get a hold of it. And since Sator has cancer, he kind of just, I guess his whole thing is he wants to take the world with him. Um, and he, he has a... See, that's rich people gold. <laughs> he has this like Fitbit or something that has a, a dead man switch. <laughs> that and that would uh, end up killing the world if he if he goes. Um, then I did like seeing the reverse time training, like all the soldiers practicing, and and on the on the ship getting ready for the for the war and and I it was fun. It was that was that was cool. Um, like one they were training with the reverse people so like one person was normal and the other side was in reverse and i don't know how that works <laughs> like in concept because it's like they already fought i guess because you how do you fight something that you that's fighting time <laughs> no, you think stop it right now <laughs> yeah. make it as harder than it has to be it's yeah. not my fault it's christopher nolan yeah, but we can't. So <laughs> it, what he did, it's done. We don't have to. <laughs> All right, and then um, so yeah, th then they go to war, and uh, Cat is at the same time um, getting to Sator and trying to like um, uh, hold them back. What do you think of the war scenes? Oh, who are they fighting? Were they fighting each other, or were they fighting Sator's men? Sator's men. Okay. But yeah, that's some. That's a thing. Like I was like, where did all these guys like come from? <laughs> like, does he really have an army? <laughs> yeah, like how much? You see how much money this dude has? <laughs> I mean, he's trying to end the world. He needs he needs backup. So, who's willing to work with a man who's gonna end your life? Right. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> okay. That I thought. I thought like I was. I'm, I was too dumb. Maybe I was. Maybe. But that's what was on my mind. Like. Why does he have so many working for him when he's literally trying to end their life, the whole world? Like, what? How is this gonna benefit them? Is this like a Mr. Robot type thing, where like White Rose has everybody brainwashed that there's like a whole new world after? I really do think that she she managed to do something. I yeah, I I think yeah. Okay, just really that's, quick. That's I think I I think they did they did like in a whole different world like in the show. Yeah, I think at least like she managed to like be able she did to copy her consciousness and then have it uploaded onto a computer. That's my idea. Like, oh like that's God. what she that sounds yeah. amazing. But like I felt like that like we didn't get to see. I I really feel like she managed. Like I don't think she was just BSing because she did. She wasn't the type of character. To no, BS. it ended at four. Yeah, I'm not asking for a season five, but I'm just saying I really think she accomplished what she said she was going to accomplish. Anyway, yeah. So I think, yeah, may maybe Sator had them brainwashed, thinking there was an end game to everything. I think what maybe he did is just like threaten his love, like all of their loved ones, but like either I end their lives now or I end it when I kick it. So like, how do you do this? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they end up, uh, uh, everyone pretty much survives by chance. <laughs> There's like so many, like, 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 um, the uh, cat ends up killing him, the dude too early. And then she's like, oh, I, I figured you guys would think of something. It's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Fate of the world in our hands. Yeah. I thought, I thought there was going to be some like problems when she did that. Yeah. But like, it seemed it was like so the time ran out normally. Like it, it just went counted down. 
and um, and then and then these guys are are on the on like are they gonna grab the rope? Are they not gonna grab the rope? And then <laughs> and then um, Neil drives off ahead of time, and and thankfully they had grabbed the rope. <laughs> A lot of it, like um, that whole scene. I felt like when she killed them, it, it felt like it was without consequence. Yeah. Like, I felt like that too, and and every like it was just too much of a like. Oh, we were just very lucky for me to be like. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Nobody is that lucky. Um, and then uh, <clears throat> so. It turns out that um, because we see that Neil Neil's backpack at the at the bottom, so the dude that went down to to open the the door was actually Neil. So Neil has to at the end he's telling everybody that he, after they divide the three pieces, he gives the piece back to um to the protagonist, and he he knows he has to go back uh, down and and uh, do his uh, finish his his part of the mission. Um, so he, he pretty much ends up dying and the end of the movie turns Neil reveals to the protagonist that they end up meeting in the future and, and, and then, um, uh, he, uh, he kills, he kills Priya, um, because wait, wait, wait. Uh, she's a threat to Cat. We're gonna brush through like it's Neil's reveal. He has a reveal. I guess exit is his reveal. I mean, what he said for me, this is the end of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. So this yeah. is like this is where we like for find... him for Neil exactly. So this is where we find out that the protagonist. You know, was the creator of Tenet. Yeah, and he was the mastermind behind everything. He hired Neo. He hired Priya. He did. He literally created everything. Yeah. And you know, he recruited Neo, so they already cre- uh, started with a you know had a friendship. And he says, you know, that they got in, they got themselves into a lot of situations, so they already have background. It sounds like it was years of friendship. So for the protagonist, he still, you know, technically he still didn't meet Neil. That was still coming in, mm-hmm. into the future. Uh, but for Neil, this was basically the end. So I, I this is probably, that that's what, what I was debating with. If this was my favorite scene or um, the car chase was my favorite scene. Because I really like this interaction. Because, um, you know, he, he went back with um, Ives. Yes. To, 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 uh, to, to battle. And this is where he basically had to say goodbye to his best friend, I'll say, because apparently they seem very close. So I don't know. I really, I really, I really appreciated everything. Um, and he was the dude who saved them in the beginning, right? Am I just in the beginning? In the opera house? Yeah. Remember, remember, Neil walks away, and the red trinket oh, yeah. is on his backpack. Uh. Yeah. So Neo was the the one who um, absorbed the bullet that was gonna hit the protagonist in the opera scene where he's trying to save the dude 
in the in the chairs. So while Neil's walking away in the final scene, he sees the red trinket in the back um, of the backpack. Wait, you're saying he died in the beginning, not in the? No, he didn't die. In the no, beginning. he didn't. Like he absorbed the bullet that yeah. was supposed to be for. You absorb a bullet. Uh, okay, he he made. Yeah, but he 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 didn't he didn't die like he um. He didn't die. He he saved the protagonist. There, there was a bullet that was going to hit him, but he stood right in front of it somehow. Okay, I so, think I, I definitely missed that. Then I don't, I don't remember the no, but that, um, seeing but that's, the red trinket in the that, That's the thing, it ha- dude. It happens. <laughs> it happens so quick that literally, if you go, if you turn around and eat a chip, you'd miss. <laughs> And then at the end, he's he's walking back because that's what I had to do. Like when he was walking back to the um, to the plane, whatever, to Ives, I was like, OK, why are they zooming in on this red but thing? I think because uh, when when he goes to get the bomb or, yeah, the pieces of the of the thing, um, they they zoom in on the on a backpack after after he kills himself, after he dies opening the lock oh no 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 no! that that was like in because i had to go back i literally went back to the opera scene and there's the scene where uh, the protagonist is saving somebody then one of the other people i guess one of satyr's men came to shoot him straight in the face and then you literally see neil or this dude come and i don't know if he hits him or he absorbs the bullet like with his bullet with bulletproof vest or something i don't know what he does but he he saves his life and then while he and he had he has a whole mask on so you can't even see his eyes running mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But while he's walking away they zoom in on that thing it's literally like a five second scene <laughs> and, and this movie's almost three hours so i'm just like you really expected us yeah. to remember this no so so that's why while looking There's definitely back, other stuff like sprinkled so in there. much stuff yeah um so do you guys think that that the in the end that the concept of reversing time worked uh, yes it's like the movie did what it was supposed to do uh my thing is that it kind of just kind of uh creates a whole paradox of like eternal like yeah it makes the movie a paradox yeah that's, i guess that's the point <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> like it's so like he ends up like i guess going back in time to to start the whole thing just to continue the cycle that always existed of like them battling say so say say they tore forever because that's like the whole yeah right because it loops yeah. again yeah and it's yeah. just them fighting forever i guess that's like played on to the way that they have contrasting colors it's always like red and blue like throughout the whole movie Sato is almost always in blue. and then this dude's in red protagonist how it flips I'd say I'd say the um, I maybe after the fifth watch. <laughs> You're gonna uh, give it th- four more watches. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout my lifetime, in okay. the future, I'm gonna give it about like 
four more tries. So you can remember what you <laughs> yeah. We're gonna. We're, this is like our first episode on Tenant, and no. then after we each I watch really it five think. times, we're just gonna like redo. We're gonna have to speak. <laughs> what a, what new did we? <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think that the next Nolan movie should like tone down his cliche? <laughs> yeah, he needs time. He definitely needs time. I mean, he had a lot of time. What was the last movie he did before Tenant? Uh, Dunkirk. Oh man, he had a lot of time. Um, maybe he'll learn because the the reception had this movie received wasn't all negative, but watching the f- uh, reviews like on YouTube mm-hmm. by you know Jeremy Johns and everybody else, um, the, the, you know the critics that I usually watch, um, they said the same thing that we're saying. He, he it was just the idea was interesting. But the execution lacked. wasn't lacked. Yeah, it wasn't as strong. It's a good movie, just not, not the best movie I've seen. Yeah. So, on that note, what is your favorite Nolan film? Sound of that. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> No. Any takers? I'll go first. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I will go with the basic choice, and I'm gonna just go Inception. <laughs> Inception. Yeah, Solid. I liked the fights. I, I most. Right, you don't have. We're not, we're not reviewing it. <laughs> yeah, but I'll just sprinkle that. Like, the freedom that you get with James, and which allowed him to be creative with the scenes in the movie. And seeing it realistically is is I like it because they don't usually make movies about people's dreams in, in person. Usually, it's always almost always like animation. So it was interesting to see a realistic approach to dreams. Um, for me, it's The Dark Knight. Um, there's no other way around it. My f- Fourth I was favorite. gonna say, let's take out the the Batman trilogy. Yeah, you should. Uh, I mean, do you want to do that? Yes. Okay. Damn you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Wow. I should have. I should have had a backup. I mean, I did prep you. <laughs> you really? Yo, you really did. But like it is Inception though, no, it, like for me it is Inception. Okay. Um, also, the score uh, for Inception was amazing. This, dude, it's it's in and the the cast is amazing. Like everybody does an insane job. Do you actually care about the characters? I think Inception yeah. is a little overrated. <laughs> wow, wow. I do. Why, man? I don't. Is it? Um, like it's 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 it definitely an interesting watch and i like um that the whole idea of the dreams but it, i feel like it's overrated like it like there's not i don't think it is because i watched it when the hype died out and it was still good was... <laughs> yeah I, I watch it every year and it always holds up i well i don't know to me I... my favorite is the prestige okay 
mainly that, probably the, uh, because of the actors. Ma- <laughs> yeah, you got Hugh Jackman and, and Christian Bale. Yeah. But like, if I could just add on real quick before you you talk yeah, about the Prestige, yeah. like, for me, I love Inception so much just because it's that I can watch it so many times, and I I, I will never get tired of it. Like with Interstellar, I need a good two years. I like to, Interstellar. I, I like it a lot, but it's not something that's just like, oh, you know what? Let me just put on Interstellar. It had a more impactful message about yeah. love, but it's just it didn't grasp me the way Inception did. Yeah, right from the beginning. And Dunkirk is too, good too because it's like it's not in the same like what's going on. Like I think it's pretty straightforward. It's just yeah. like said in like three different things that are happening different times and they end up in this one point which was different for a christopher nolan movie yeah um all right uh wait so so is the prestige like your favorite just because of the cast or uh the cast and it does like it like you're it, it is a what's going on and like and you're trying to figure it out and it's 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 more on the nose i think like because it is about like a magic trick right. and like but it, um it i i like that it's that it's it's pretty much his whole thing of like what's going on but you know in a magic trick you're always wondering like what how did they do this trick how did they pull it off and it's, and it's like it's it's what he does in movies, but the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Um, I feel like in this movie, no one ever clearly defines anything, but they make you feel dumb for not getting <laughs> <laughs> for not getting yeah. how I felt. Like I felt insulted after finishing this this, this watch. Like that first like, lady, crap. that first I'm, lady that was explaining to him like how to pick up a gun and like yeah, she was so <laughs> condescending. Like, yo, can you like, like, like it's her first time too. Like, be a little nice. She's acting like that's the fiftieth person to say how inverted works. Like, you clearly work alone for like twenty five hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, no wonder you have no social skills. I hate oh my her. God. Oh my God. I can do a whole episode about how I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she stood out to me. <laughs> um, a lot of the scenes are very well shot, and and they're really nice to look at. And the cinematography is amazing. Yeah. But that's like him in general. Like yeah. most of his films are that's like, given. For it's sure, always yeah. his like the way he films. It's always it has like, like a clean look to it. Like yeah. there's no like shaking. Like yeah, almost, yeah. Always is smooth. Yeah. And it's always panoramic too. Mm-hmm. It's always it all most scenes look like they look like art, like little pieces of art. If you just part like parts of it, they look artistic. Like everything's shot at a different angle. They all of it's like the imagery brings you in. Like if it zooms down on the character it makes you like like feel like yeah, you're there for the character the whole shut the shut out of that. <laughs> I took issue with like a lot of things looking a little too clean sometimes. <laughs> Just like nothing in life is that clean. <laughs> like um the the when when they're at when they're doing the the 
at the vault where they're doing the paintings and they're being led to the like do you want a coffee and then there's like these three red couches and like everything's open and clean and it's like no way no way <laughs> i mean like i liked it when they when he, the protagonist is like finally reversed and you see the level of detail with in the environment when the world seems inversed it's like you can even see like the dust like going backwards and, and dirt and but my and thing is like everything is brand new like everything like like the 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 this the sails the the ships that they that they drive on the the yacht the okay. they're the, rich people they i know and that. it's i don't uh, know if that's just like something that i'm not used to but like because we poor <laughs> but everything like everything that shot like all the places every all right I like, I, I, yeah. like, I, I like I like the looks and, and the fashion throughout the movie. I feel like the movie was somebody had the concept of time and they revolved. They said, how can we make a movie around the concept of time? Like, it wasn't like a story that was written out. It was like biggest throwing ideas until they put something together. Do I have the TikTok for you? <laughs> Yeah, and um, another big question that I had: Why does the protagonist care so much about Cat? And and there was nothing like romantically linked. Right? Yeah, there wasn't. It, it, it was nothing. just like like they danced around it, but they like they never took it seriously enough for him to be that invested. Maybe he was like, so. I, I, I mostly with... was flirting. I'm yeah, just... maybe he was so obsessed with her taking care of her son and just being well mentally and emotionally but i'm just like why are you so invested you just yeah met like you've, done, you've like, had so many missions exactly or something about like him something. wishing he had like a caring mother yeah something yeah, like that. I, I guess that out, i get it i guess there had to be a, a kind of uh, a love interest because there was nothing of that here i don't know it, it didn't work though no it didn't that that threw me off the whole movie i'm like why are you invested in this like, what are you, you doing? Her? Why are you just you doing everything for her? And, and if and if they would have kissed, it just would have been plain weird. Yeah. Or like. Uh, I mean, he got a kiss on the on the forehead. <laughs> that's the that's worst place. <laughs> that's a no. It's not. That's not even friend zone. That's like baby zone. I, I, w- I would say that's the type of kiss you give somebody like if you're in a relationship <laughs> to show that you care. But like when you're not even like in a. There's no reason for him to care that much. Yeah, no. But I did like that Kat says um, uh, that she envied the lady that jumped out of the yacht because she was free. And it was oh, yeah. yeah. That was that was that was nice. That was nice. I know it. I know it from its like <laughs> I was like, I know it. I felt like that was a cliche. But you know what? When I went no, but into it, this it... movie, I did not know it was about time. I went in completely blind. You have no idea it was about. Nope, like, I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't watch nothing. I went in completely blind because I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Like if there's a movie that, um, that looks interesting from the beginning, and I just like, want to go in. Know from the beginning, like you didn't see nothing. No, like, well, I mean, it, I know it's Christopher it? Nolan, and and I saw. How the, did you first get exposed to it? Is my thing. I, I mean, think there was a there was a 
like a 10 minute preview or something where they showed the the the, the first scene where they're and in the opera just, house like, cut it off you no, no no no, no. that it was it was like before i think it was in the theater or something where they they did like 10 minutes before uh of of the of tenant i was like oh this looks awesome and then i never watched anything else i didn't watch any trailers i didn't watch so okay, I, was, I was like how did you manage to see this without seeing i mean i usually do that's what i do with movies <laughs> unless it's like a marvel movie that i really don't care and i'll just watch the trailers um okay. do you guys think that the 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 the, this is the last question uh, that the war scene um, the fact that there was a blue team and a red team fighting at the same time and one was in reverse one was going forward do you think that was did it make it messy I mean it kind of helped me a little <laughs> sorry a little <laughs> to um, to keep track of like whether or not somebody was in reverse or not but like it wasn't I mean, the colors do help, but like, yeah. but having to go from one scene where it's going forward and, and then having to switch your brain to, oh, this one's going backwards, but what was happening with the, <laughs> because one is ahead of in time and one is coming in from, from the beginning. Yeah. So, so they're running towards each other. So I, I don't know. I think it was messy. If it wasn't for the colors, it would have been messier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was done as best as it could have been. Yeah, it's just this concept. It's hard right. to work with. So with that, let's just go to our ratings. Let's do it. I'm not going first. I'll go first. But I'm not going Ooh, last. Bold. What the heck? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. In, quick, in a quick summary, I felt insulted after finishing this movie because mm. I questioned... <laughs> I questioned if my brain was right. I questioned if I was smart. I questioned everything about myself. So it brought me more insecurities. So that's gonna go on my. That's gonna bring my rating a little down. And but other than that, visually, like you guys said, it was beautiful to look at. Um, the music was a bit overused because yeah. it hyped me up a lot and it just came down <laughs> to nothing. Um, the characters forgettable, except yes. Robert Pattinson. He was not that forgettable. Um, <clears throat> but I, I like how it did tie up some loose ends. Um, things that probably went over my head. There's there's so many, but um, nothing goes over my head. A drag strike reference. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. Seven? I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven, cause okay. for now, because I am, I do plan to watch it again. Okay, um, but the second time you watch it, you have to remember the score. Okay, I'll come back in. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna give it a six point five, because a six point five, um, I gave to, I think. We're gonna have to keep track of our ratings. Yeah, one of the Godzilla films, and I definitely like this movie more than than one of the Godzilla films. Oh God, what did I give Godzilla? (laughs) I don't think you watched. I don't think you watched Godzilla 2014. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So you only gave like. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the seven. 
I'm giving it a seven. Okay. Six? Hmm. I'll give it a six. Okay. But Re- like, if, no. if we had like anything other than six, like if we had more options, it'd be probably like a five point seven, five point eight. Five point eight. <laughs> yes, because I felt like this movie yeah. had like all the components to be great, and then like it, it just couldn't be executed. It's like having like an all-star team, and then they cannot work together, like. It was too much. I feel like it was too much. It wasn't too much going on, but it was trying too hard to be complicated. Deep, yeah, or like, and it's it was fun to watch once. I'd watch it again, not by choice, but if somebody else had it <laughs> playing, I'd be like, okay, let's just watch. Like, I wouldn't object to it, but I would not go to it by my own accord. So, um, I was, I was gonna give it a six point five. Um, the first time I watched it, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of bored throughout the whole movie. Um, it has, like, if you're not like the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it a lot more because I was analyzing it and I was writing notes and stuff. So, I think it, it you need to have that. Like, you have to have that in like that mindset where you're gonna sit there for two hours and a half analyzing this thing because if not things are just gonna go over your head and you're not gonna understand (laughs) anything or i mean some things but you know not most of it um but i'll give it a seven it's not my favorite nolan film but it's probably my least favorite yeah same Well, uh, all right. Uh, That's all we have for this episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you again in the next Society Outcast episode. Signing out. Oh, yeah, signing out. (laughs) Bye.